0: Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey Podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. When was the last time you read the book of Deuteronomy? Today, we're in Acts 3, but a greater knowledge of the book of Deuteronomy will actually deepen our understanding of Peter's words in this chapter. Before we get there, however, I've got a fun announcement. You might have noticed that we've had a lot more guest hosts in recent weeks. I know some of you have wondered where I've been, and you've stopped me on Sundays and asked. And as much as I wish I was on a three-week vacation, I've been at work, but took a little break from podcast scripts to work on some exciting content for 2023. This January, we'll be launching Join the Journey Junior, resources to help families read the Bible together. And over the past several weeks, we've been working on a guided journal for kids with activities, age-appropriate reading assignments, and more, really, to help parents teach their kids to devote daily. So currently, we are on track to start making these available at Watermark's Uncommon Marriage Conference this November. And for more info on the marriage conference, head to watermark.org. And really, there are even more exciting Join the Journey editions coming in the future, but for now, that's the sneak peek we're leaving you with. And if you're like me and you're not married and you don't have kids, don't worry. Next year, we'll be here with a new and improved guided journal for adults, continuing with The Daily Podcast, and some other exciting additions just for you. But that's 2023. Today, we're in Acts 3, and our understanding of the book of Deuteronomy will strengthen our understanding of this chapter. So to set this up, I actually want you to think for a second about the Harry Potter series. But I want to give you two disclaimers. Number one, if you haven't seen that series or read the books and you care, I'm about to spoil it for you. So fast forward. And number two, we're not talking about wizardry. I'm not telling you you should watch Harry Potter. I know there are all sorts of convictions out there, and that's okay. But what I want to point out to help us understand what Peter's doing here is some interesting character development. At the beginning of the series, readers or people watching the movie meet a professor, a guy named Snape. And all the kids, Harry, Hermione, Ron, they're all convinced Snape's a bad guy. But Dumbledore, basically the leader of the good guys, is like, hey, Snape's a good guy. That's why he's a teacher at the school. Trust me, he's good. But the kids aren't so sure. They're confused about why Dumbledore thinks so highly of Professor Snape. You fast forward throughout the series and the confusion only increases. What's up with Snape? Is he the trusted teammate Dumbledore believed him to be? As readers or viewers, that's the question we're asking. How could Snape really be the guy, the good guy? And in a similar way, back in the book of Deuteronomy, back before the Israelites are about to head into the promised land, the Lord says, hey, a good guy's coming. The hero's coming. In Deuteronomy eighteen eighteen, God says to Moses, I will raise up for the Israelites a prophet like you from among their brothers, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. God's saying, hey, Jesus is coming. The hero is coming. Jesus has always been God's plan A. Even back in Deuteronomy, God was telling the people he was going to send the hero, a prophet like Moses, and his name is Jesus. In Harry Potter, in the last movie, Snape ends up sacrificing himself to help the kids defeat Voldemort, the bad guy. He saves the day by giving his life. All along, Dumbledore was right. Snape was a hero. And in a similar fashion, here in Acts 3, Peter is reminding the crowd, basically saying, Hey, remember what God said to Moses? We can trust God. His words prove true. That prophet like Moses that he mentioned back in the day, back before the Israelites, our ancestors, went into the promised land— Well, guess what? He came. He showed up. So after the man was healed here at the beginning of Acts chapter three, though, the people were shocked. In what power did did these guys heal this man? I like the NLT translation of verse 12. Peter says, people of Israel. What's so surprising about this? Have you ever been surprised when God shows up, when he comes through, when he's right, when he proves himself as trustworthy? Just like Hermione had to remind Harry that Dumbledore said Snape was trustworthy, Peter had to remind the people of Israel that God was and still is trustworthy, and this prophet like Moses was trustworthy as well. In fact, Jesus, he's far more trustworthy than any character from Harry Potter. Peter continues to address the crowds in verse 17. Friends, I realize that what you and your leaders did to Jesus was done in ignorance. But God, he was fulfilling what all the prophets had foretold about the Messiah, that he must suffer these things. Now repent of your sins and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away. Verse 20. Then times of refreshment will come from the presence of the Lord and he will again send you Jesus, your appointed Messiah. For he must remain in heaven until the time for the final restoration of all things as God promised long ago through his holy prophets. Peter's like, hey, God said Jesus would come and take away the sins of the world and defeat death. And he did. But God also said he'd return. He's going to come back and restore all things. We've got another trustworthy promise to look forward to God fulfilling. And in Acts 3, verse 22, Peter's like, again, let me lay it out for you more clearly. Let me show you what I mean. Remember, verse 22, Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. Listen carefully to everything he tells you. Sound familiar? He's quoting Deuteronomy. Verse 23, Then Moses said, Anyone who will not listen to that prophet will be completely cut off from God's people. Peter wants the Israelites to remember that God said he'd send Jesus and respond accordingly, to take God's word seriously. Why are you surprised? He asked them. God is just doing what he said he'd do all along. And if I'm honest— Sometimes I wish I had a Peter to ask me why I'm surprised. It's so easy to forget God's words, his promises, and his warnings. I mean... When following Jesus is difficult, when I face persecution for my faith in in my own world, when people are commenting mean and explicit things in response to something I post about the Bible on Instagram, or when I tried to engage in a spiritual conversation with someone at the mall and they shut me down, it can be easy to forget that Jesus said that would happen. I don't need to grow discouraged. I should shake the dust off my sandals and move on. He said there'd be persecution. Or when we get anxious— when we're worried about money or pressures at work or conflict in our families, how quick I am to forget God's word. When the financial struggles calm down and God provides in crazy ways, am I surprised by his provision? Isn't he the great provider? He might not provide in the way I'd expect or prefer. Maybe he shows up just as comforter in the midst of a lot of heartache or grief. The situation might not have changed, but God showed up. His word is trustworthy. He is trustworthy. He keeps his promises. Though they might not play out in the way we'd expect, we can count on him to show up and come through. That's all we've got time for today. But as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast?